Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hey, Soap fans, welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. I know that you look at me every week for something fun and insightful, but I'm not entirely sure that I have any witty comments for you this week. I know, though, that many of you are tuned in today looking for answers, for comfort, or maybe for support, and I'm going to do the best I can for you. When Soap Central Live debuted last year, I wanted this show to be a celebration of all things soap, but it's awfully hard to find anything to celebrate today. Yesterday, ABC announced that it had made the decision to cancel All My Children and One Life to Live and replace them with so-called lifestyle programming. And the word cancel has become way too familiar to soap fans. The guests for today's show were booked well in advance of the news of All My Children and One Life to Live's cancellation. But somehow these guests are perfectly suited for today's show. Coming up in a few moments... All My Children's Christina Bennett Lind will join us, and she's looking forward to taking your calls and your questions. I'm also waiting to get Eileen Fulton from As the World Turns on the line. We're having a little bit of a difficulty reaching her. So what I'm going to do is go directly to the phone lines. Uh, I'm going to get my engineer to give me some of the names of folks who are online waiting to weigh in on All My Children and One Life to Live's cancellation. But I want to tell you that the phone lines have been going crazy all day. Uh, some of you have called in starting at 6 o'clock in the morning. So what I want to do is I want to get to as many of you as possible, and that is going to mean that you're going to have to be as brief as possible, and I know that that is not going to be easy, especially not today. But my thought is that the more people we can get into the show to express whatever it is they're feeling, the more voices that we'll have together and the more that we can show that there are people who are very invested in All My Children and One Life to Live. So let me go right to the phone lines and go to, I don't know if it's Kristen or Christine in Connecticut, but you're on Soap Central Live. All right, that's me. And I'm calling it- because I want to voice my extreme disappointment in the cancellation of both shows. I've been watching them since I was 13. I'm 55 now. They've been a source of great comfort to me. I've taped them every day. I work full-time, but I watch them at night because they're two hours of getting away from all the things, the craziness of my life that I've had over many years, and I love them. And I've always said to my family, because they'll make fun of me, but I don't care what people say, I am not ashamed to say that I love them, and I will watch them. I would watch them forever, and 
I'm really, really, really upset. So it's a simple question for you. Do you want these shows to go off the air? <laughs> no. No. And what do you say? Uh, you know, what do you say out there? there, there we're being told that uh, television viewers want to see more reality programming. I will not watch any show that goes on ABC between one and three. That is not all my children or one life to live. I'm not watching a food show that I can put on Food Network and watch. I'm not watching any other type of reality show that you know that talks about whatever they talk about because there's a million of them on. I don't need to see them when I want to watch all my children and one life to live. That's what I want to see. I want to thank you for calling. I want to urge you and everyone else who's listening to contact your local ABC affiliates and tell them that you want to see All My Children and One Life to Live on the network and that you might be less likely to watch their local newscast because you won't already be on ABC. Certainly that will make people stand up and listen. Okay. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. We are now going to West Virginia. We have Jennifer. Jennifer, you're on Soap Central Live. Hi, I'm a big fan of All My Children and One Life to Live, and I'm very upset to hear that they have been canceled. Um, is there any chance that either one of them can be saved? I'm an optimist, and I don't ever want to say no, in spite of the fact that ABC is saying that there is no chance that they will reconsider their decision. That doesn't mean that you can't raise your voice and let ABC know that you don't like the decision. As I told the last caller, call your local ABC affiliate. Call the uh, the telephone of the 800 number, which I'm going to uh, look for. Actually, it's an 818 number, uh, and let ABC know that you're unhappy with this decision. I'm assuming from listening, uh, you don't want either of these shows to disappear. No, sir. I've watched them since I was um, since I was little. Watched them all my life, especially all my children, and I'm just so upset about the news. Well, I want to thank you for calling. I know that so many people are, we've literally, all the phone lines are maxed out. So I want to add, if it's okay, I'm going to add your name to our list of people who are calling in to support these two shows. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Hey, thank you. We are now going down to Atlanta. We have Sandra, I believe it is. Sandra, are you there? I'm here, and it's actually Sandra. I'm sorry, Sandra. Welcome to Soap Central Live. Thank you. I'm pretty much upset about the two shows canceling, and I guess like other callers, I'm just wondering what can be done, um, if anything. I will not watch reality shows. There's already a lot of them on that I don't watch, so I'm just, you know, really, you know, upset about this decision. Well, there has been a statement from ABC, Sandra, that says viewers want more of the reality television that gives them information and teaches them things and you're the third caller in a row to say that you don't want that so what what's what is the network missing here uh, I'm not sure what they're missing because as far as the food show uh, there are plenty of those on There's a you whole know, network I could turn to you know because I have cable I'm sure everybody does you know I could turn to one of those networks and watch you know a food show if I want to watch that I'm not sure what the other show um, is supposed to be about. I don't think they are either. They don't I'm, seem to know. Oh, okay. So I was just really, really, really devastated. Like, 
especially for all my children, because what they started in 1970 and One Life to Live 1968. So obviously they've been doing something right to still be on now, and just to take them off in two great shows at one time. That's you know that's just like a disaster. Your local station is it's ABC Channel Two, correct? Correct. Give them a call. Go on to their website. Find out what their phone number is, what their local number is, and let them know that this is one less reason or two less reasons for you to watch their network and watch their channel. And I'm sure that's going to be something that resonates with them. They're going to understand that people may not be watching their station. Okay, okay. And did you locate that 800 number? And, and, and you can add my, my name to the list as well. I will definitely do that. I am still looking for the number. If you keep okay. listening, I will. Uh, it's hard to multitask here. I'm going to make sure that I give the number to everybody so they can call and let ABC know how they're feeling. Okay, I appreciate that. Thanks for talking to me. Thank you so much for calling in, Sandra. All right, everybody, I'm going to take some more calls in a minute. I want to just give you a – this is going to be very hard, but I want all of you to remember that when you call, please don't curse – Please don't be rude. Please be respectful and show the network what upstanding and amazing people, excuse me for a minute, sorry about that, uh, what amazing people soap fans are. And let them know what these soaps mean to you. And by doing so and being respectful, you'll let everybody know that soap fans are amazing. There's no reason to be rude. We can uh, express our voices together and be positive, and I think that that will speak much more in terms of volume than by being mean and, and upset. I, please, I know that it's very difficult to uh, try to be positive in all of this and to, uh, you know, to, to not want to use every word that you're not allowed to use. I've almost used a couple of them on the show today. So that's just something to remember, to not be disrespectful when you do all of this. So we're going to go back to the phone lines and go down to Texas and talk to Robert. Robert, welcome to Soap Central Live. Yes, how are you? I'm, I'm being upset better. Like uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? I'm upset with this decision. I've been watching all my children since the beginning, 1970. Okay. And it's like losing a family. I went through this through this with another world and a couple of others too but uh, all my children great storytelling that's vanishing from tv night and daytime and uh, i will not watch any reality shows that they put on the air and you could put my name on whatever list you're i would love to do that my question i'm gonna gonna understand with abc is they also own SoapNet. That is correct. And they're making money, I presume, off of that network. So why would they kill two of their ABC shows? SoapNet is going off the air in January. Okay, well, that explains that then. Uh, yeah, so that is, that is the reason. And apparently SoapNet does make money for the shows, 
uh, I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks to get some folks on to explain more of the economics of this decision and to maybe debunk some of these claims that the soaps aren't making money. I think it's more they're not making as much money as people would want them to. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping to get to the bottom of all of this on the show. Uh, well, I don't. What want to I just... read, they're saying that you know uh, they can produce a reality show at, at a year what it costs to produce a soap for a month. But to me, that's just corporate greed, and they're doing away with good storytelling. I think a lot of people feel that way, Robert. I want to. Our, our phone lines are still going crazy, okay. so I want to thank you for calling, and I'm going to go and move to the next caller if that's okay with you. Yes. Thank you so much, Robert. Bye. We are going to go to North Carolina now, a place I have been many times and have enjoyed, and take Kirk. Kirk, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, Dan, how are you? I get to read your column quite a bit uh, during my lunch hour at work, and. Uh, I really appreciate all the work, hard work you've done through the years to kind of keep me updated because I consider myself a legacy on my children fan. I started watching the show when Mary was abducted and kidnapped and later murdered, and um, that's what really got me interested in the show. And I watched it religiously until 1984 when I graduated from UNC Chapel Hill, and um, let me just say one thing that the desire to watch all my children taught me incredible time management skills. Um, when I was a, you know, in seventh grade, I had a paper route, and uh, we actually had a, a CBS affiliate in Florence, South Carolina. I grew up two hours east of Charlotte, and they actually had uh, an a, a CBS affiliate showed the show at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So I got to watch it when I would come home from school and I had a paper route, uh, I got home about 2.30, would grab a Pop-Tart, go out, you know, and uh, deliver my papers in an hour, and I'd be back back in time to about 5 to 4 to do my French homework and watch um, Susan Lucci spar with not Julia Barr, but Claudette, the original Claudette on um, on All My Children, who was played by, I believe, Paulette Bream. I believe that's her name. But anyway, I, you know, I'm, I'm very upset about the, the show being canceled. I actually called the publicist for the show, Michael Cohen, uh, the night before the cancellation and kind of explained how, you know, I'm a legacy fan and uh, I'm 48 right. years old. Um, one of the big, uh, you know, uh, times I really enjoyed the show was when I was at UNC Chapel Hill and I would um, go to the student union and watch it in the early 80s when the show was just so snap, crackle, pop. I mean, it really popped from like 81 to 83. It was incredible how, how good the show was. And, um, you know, I, like I said, it's, it, it's, you know, the matriarch between Phoebe and, 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 and the Martins and, and, and everything that just kind of clicked. And, and I think that's kind of where all my children made the mistake when they didn't make the dual matriarchship between Julia Barr and, and, and Erica or excuse me, Susan Lucci, how when they uh, when Sus uh, when Julia Barr was written out uh, back in Kirk, six, yeah, Kirk, I I I know that you have a, a lot more to say, but I've got uh, a lot more people I want to make sure they get into. Oh sure, the show. sure. I'm so sorry. I want to I, I want you to interject. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's okay. I, you, you it's difficult. <laughs> so thank you so much, Kirk, for calling in, and I will also add your name to the list. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, Thank you. All right, everybody. I know that there are still a whole bunch of people out there holding, but I want to get to my first guest. And I've been looking forward to having her on the show for a couple of months now. I do wish it had been 
under better circumstances today. It's a difficult task, I'm sure all of you know out there, to take on a role that has been associated with another actress who fans really liked. It's also really incredibly challenging, I would imagine, to play the daughter of a television icon. Christina Bennett Lind hit the ground running, winning over fans and reminding us all why we root for Bianca Montgomery. Christina, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? I can definitely hear you. Hi, it is such a pleasure to be here. I want to thank you so much uh, for coming on today. I know that it's been a very emotional 24 hours. It has, it has. I was at the studio this morning, and there's still a little bit of, a, of an aftershock. It feels like we've um, been through some kind of storm. Definitely a strange feeling on set today. Was it difficult for you to go back in to work today after, after learning yesterday that all my children would be going off the air? Um, I mean, I, no, it was uh, actually, yeah, I had a 6.15 call this morning and I, I thought to myself, uh, this is why I do, you know, this is why I do this. I still love this job and everybody, um, you know, everyone I work with is so wonderful. So I had no, I wasn't worried about coming in today. I knew it would be a little bit of a strange environment, but yesterday uh, it just felt like a giant family, um, you know, through all these through this, this circumstance, it actually, it brought us very close together yesterday and, um, you know, just really honored to, to have, you know, been, been with them for as long as I was. And, um, you know, to see the end of this era, I think, is, is also, if it has to be this way, um, it feels like we're all sort of pulling together to do it all, all together as one big, big family and trying to end really strong. So it actually felt pretty good coming into work today. Before we get into some of my fun questions so that folks can learn a little bit more about you, I'm sure yeah. that you have received uh, a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails, and a lot of tweets. Uh, mm -hmm. I'd like to start off this segment by giving you a chance to give a message to all of your fans who are listening today. Uh, well, first of all, just I want everyone to know how, how much I really have appreciated being embraced so fully. I know it was a really hard transition, and... Uh, um, you know, I, I remember watching um, actually General Hospital when I was a teenager. My older sister really loved the show, and uh, she had a crush on Lucky. And uh, <laughs> when when Jacob Young took over the role, uh, which was about when I was watching, uh, I remember thinking, "Oh, that's hard. That's an adjustment. It's like a um, a glitch in the matrix," you know. And uh, I remember thinking, "Oh, that's uh, that's something." Um, you know, it's a really hard thing to do, but it it, it really takes the audience to embrace that change and uh, the suspension of belief a little bit there and really go with it. And, and I feel that my fans have done that. And I'm really very, really honored to be playing this role and, uh, and I you know, and to have followed Eden with it. And I do feel like I sort of share a little bit of that character with her now, obviously not quite as much, but, um, but I feel like I really owe that to the fans for, for all of their support and and they're sort of uh, jumping off the cliff with me. Um, and, you know, just, just to impart what a wonderful show it is and how it's been such a, a really life-changing experience for me. And uh, I just want to thank everyone for, for all their support and all their, their outcries. My God, it's, uh, it's incredible. I think, uh, you know, well-deserved. It's been a really wonderful run, and uh, I, I'm just honored to be a part of it. I know that there are oodles of people uh, from the moment they knew for sure that you would be on today. Uh, there have been phone calls coming in. So we're going to take some phone calls from fans oh, in 
just a quick second. I, I, we need to get the backstory here since you're, this okay. is your first time on the show. We mm-hmm. need to know when did you want to be an actress? Was there ever anything else in the cards that you thought you would be doing? Uh, so let's learn a little bit more about Christina Bennett. Yeah. Uh, well, I, um, I think I just, I was dancing since I was about three years old. My mom was a, a creative ballet teacher. So I sort of grew to love the stage through dance. I danced up through my senior year of high school. I was in a junior company uh, outside of Albany, New York. Uh, so I think the, the bug bit me pretty early, probably about five or so, about really liking being on stage and a certain sense of the lights and the backstage and all of like sort of the background stuff I loved. And uh, and then as I was growing up, my um, sisters and I would do a summer, spent summer in Nova Scotia with my grandparents, and uh, and we would do we would put on productions. Uh, sometimes it was dance, sometimes it um, became sort of telling jokes, singing. We all sang too, and then it became theater. I guess probably about uh, middle school age. Uh, and we just started doing little scenes. Uh, I always played the boy for some reason. I don't remember why. <laughs> okay. I was always the, like the boy or, um, you know, the old lady or something. You know, I was not my, <laughs> my sister sort of bossed me around a little bit. I was a typical younger child sort of following <laughs> the lead. But, um, but I, you know, I really fell in love with it in about, probably about eighth grade when I was cast in Twelfth Night playing, um, Viola in our little eighth grade drama club production and that was kind of it I think ever since then I I just couldn't um, put anything else in my head about what I wanted to do with my life and before then I was a visual artist so for a long time I wanted to be a Disney animator actually so um, you can imagine uh, I felt I was really fulfilling a dream when I showed up here and was working for Disney and uh, and went to do a press junket at the you know animation building it was oh wow yeah, it was kind of a funny circumstance to find myself in. But I know, so visual art, definitely always the arts, but it kind of went from visual arts to performing arts um, pretty quickly. Okay, well, I, I think in terms of, of visual, anybody who watches All My Children knows that you are neither a boy nor an old lady, so <laughs> that's certainly... <laughs> Thank you, I'll take it. I think I, think I showed them, my sisters, I'll, I'll show them someday, look. <laughs> yeah. So let's, I mentioned at the top uh, during the introduction that coming on and playing uh, Bianca was sort of maybe for some a triple threat. It's the daughter of a legendary daytime character. It's yeah. a role that was played by someone else. And for some people, it may have been uh, considered a challenge to play a character who is a lesbian. I'm curious, mm-hmm. were any of those three more daunting than the rest? I think they were all sort of equally daunting, I would say. I think I was less worried about um, playing a lesbian because I uh, I feel very strongly about um, equal rights, and I, I've always felt that way and um, sort of grew up in a very tolerant household, and it never really occurred to me that, uh, you know, that would be difficult for me to believe and to, um, you know, I think I've said before that I just, I feel I've always felt strongly that everyone deserves to be loved and uh, and to be able to love who they want to love. So I I actually thought that was sort of appropriate. I, I said, oh, well, of course, I'm playing lesbian. That's, <laughs> that's good. I feel very comfortable <laughs> doing that. Um, but uh, as far as yeah, playing Susan Stutter, I mean, I I didn't find out until I was uh, coming for the test that it would be uh, her daughter. Kept that pretty close, um, pretty secret in the beginning uh-huh. because I think it, it is intimidating and it would have been a big 
big deal to let that cat out of the bag that she was coming back. Um, but I think, I mean, the moment I met her, even at the test, I remember seeing her from afar and she was covered in ratty clothes or um, dirty because she was in Caleb's uh, mountain. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was playing those scenes then. And uh, even from that, I mean, she was glowing. She just, she radiates warmth and welcoming. And she, I think, I think I was intimidated until the moment I saw her in real, in, in person. I think anyone, any fans that are listening who have seen her in person or met her before, she's, um, she's just, uh, all that intimidation sort of goes away because she's just so, so warm and wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Three words for you. Are you yeah. ready? I'm ready. Hot, hot eye sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot eye sex um, is actually it's a, it's three words that will stay with me forever um, from this experience. Uh, you know, it, it goes right along with all my children. Um, I think you know. Uh, joking aside, it's um, you know I I remember hearing those words. I think it was via Twitter that I that I sort of found out about that whole thing. And um, and and what I think it meant to me in the beginning was. Uh, oh yeah, they they want Reese back, and I did too. And I, I wanted her from the beginning, you know. And um, and so I think uh, I, I understood that I, what I said. I thought they were referring to is just a magnetic chemistry that Eden and Tamara had. And uh, in watching a lot of the footage before I, I came on the show, it's just it's electric, and you can't you can't buy that, and you can't fake it. And so. Um, you know, chemistry's chemistry, and I remember thinking, oh, I hope I have that with Tamara. Uh, and then, you know, when we started realizing that that, that wouldn't be working out, um, it, it, I sort of just started thinking about it as, um, you know, how exciting that people got so invested in these two characters and these two lesbian characters who fell in love with each other and, and made a lot of mistakes and fought for each other and through it all, you know, they they continue to have that electric chemistry that everyone kept talking about, and I thought... Oh, if, I, if ever I'm, you know, so lucky to be able to play a, such a, uh, you know, one half of such a beloved whole, it just would, I was so excited about that. And, um, and yeah, it's too bad it didn't work out with Tamara, but I love that phrase. I'm <laughs> going to keep that with me. That'll be my next tattoo. <laughs> well, we have we have two questions They're from Ellen and Portia, the okay. wonderful forces that you just oh, Ellen and Portia, to. I can't I wait to meet you guys someday. <laughs> their their first their first question is and I quote yeah. Hi Chrissy are you okay Hi. with us calling you Chrissy <laughs> That's the first question Yes I love that I love that name it actually is the uh it's the term my my ex boyfriend used to call me that but I've since uh, relegated that association to you guys so take it it's yours <laughs> Okay and Go we'll ahead. skip ahead to another uh, another one and they're asking more about the hot Isaacs. they're saying are you as profoundly disappointed and upset as we are that your Binks is not going to get the epic, soul-trembling love story full of passionate hugging and hot eye sex that you so very richly deserve. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I would, you know, I definitely am um, disappointed that it won't possibly be soul-trembling. Um, but, you know, I, I, I feel like... Um, there are a lot of people on the show I, I have had good chemistry with. Susan from the beginning, obviously, Alicia, um, Marissa, I have great chemistry with. And I feel like I, I've had such a, a such, it's been such a pleasure to work with those people that if I can't have hot eye sex, I can at least be standing next to Susan Lucci and Alicia Minshew and 
have hot sister. Oh, that's not right. That's a little dirty. No, it's not. Sister sister friendly eye hugs. Okay, we'll we'll yeah. work on that maybe later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. Okay, so yeah. here's the other question. Uh, I was taken to task for potentially referring to Marissa and Bianca as Marianca. I was told that sounds like a cheap tequila drink and that the correct <laughs> term is minx. Do you have a preference for that little smooshed together name of Bianca and Marissa or Marissa and Bianca if that were to happen? Hmm. Well, I I really, I'm kind of fond of minx, and I actually, I heard that on Twitter, and I told Sarah in the dressing room one day, and she said, oh, I have to text that to my husband, he'll love it. And so, <laughs> so I think she's on board. Um, you know, so I, I would say, I would say the more we get that name out there, you know, who knows what'll happen, maybe in the, you know, somewhere in the All My Children orbit that, uh, that will, you know, It'll become another kind of planet. I don't know. I like, I like Minx. Okay. Well, here's a name that I definitely can pronounce and know. Okay. It's Allison from Mississippi who wants to call in, and she wants to talk a little bit about all, all things All My Children. So, Allison, welcome to Soap Central Live with me and Christina. Hi. Hi. How are you? Uh-oh. Hello? Allison, are you there? Oh, oh. We're going to go. We're going to drop that call. Hello. You hear, you hear me? Yes. You, Hello. Allison. This is How me. Hello. This is Allison from Mississippi. Please stay on Stay on the air. Don't oh. drop me. Hello, uh, Christina. Hi, Allison. And hello, Dan. I'm calling in because I'm a huge Angie and Jesse fan. I love Debbie Morgan and Donnell Williams. They are like the best. I have been watching them ever since I've been sneaking home uh, in the summertime and watching with my older sister. And I just love them. I'm just so upset that the stories, that the soap opera is being canceled. And I just really want to make an observation how Mr. Franz feel like reality shows uh, are killing soap operas. And I don't think that's true because, believe it or not, a lot of people uh, really do not want to see any more reality shows. We have enough. I think we have enough of Snooky at this point. But I think another reason why all my children's uh, ratings got sort of dwindled is because of the alignment of the stories, I mean, of the storytelling, like, for instance, with Pratt. And I think that whole issue right there, we saw the decline in the ratings. Yeah. And um, I want to make sure, because I'm just so upset. I had everything written down, but now that I'm on the air, I, I, okay. I just don't know what to say that would be, that would, that would voice my opinion, you know, to the fullest. The, the, the main thing that I find yeah. upsetting is that uh, this doesn't feel like America when other people tell us what we're going to watch on television. And this well, is about, what I feel yeah. like is happening. That how about this, us Allison? That, I have something that will be really easy for you. Uh, do you want all my children to stay on the air? It's yes. simple. There you yes, go. Yes, I'm going to yes, add your. Yes, yes, I'm going to yes. add your name I to the see list. Debbie Morgan, Dunnett, we grow old right before my eyes. Yeah, yes. they are amazing together, aren't they? They're they're my favorite couple. I think. Yes. Well, thank I you. Love thank them. you for calling in, Allison. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Christina. I'm curious. We talked about a little bit about writing changes in there, and without going into specific details, is mm-hmm. it? 
what is it like to know that there have been a couple different writing changes since you've been there? Is it difficult as an actress when there is a change behind the screens in terms of writing? Yes. I mean, I, I've really, uh, I sort of missed um, the Pratt episode and uh, actually recently meeting with Eden, she was telling me a little bit of the history of what happened there. And, um, you know, I, I guess I wasn't aware until I started this show how incredibly influential the writers, I, I just, I figure there are so many of it, you know, there are head writers and then there are assistant writers and they do so much work. They accomplish so much in a short amount of time. I always thought, you know, that everyone would sort of even each other out and then it would, you know, it would eventually balance. Uh, but I did find as, as I started and continued on that there are very subtle differences and sometimes not so subtle differences between the writing and uh, the writers. And, you know, for us as actors, that for me, especially as I started, I thought, well, you know, coming from a theater background, it's, it's sort of uh, our job as actors to take what's on the page and make it work somehow and make it real and, uh, I was getting a sense, I think, from a lot of the people um, I was surrounded by that that some of it was just um, not moving in the directions we would have wanted them to. And uh, I think that's actually, if used correctly, that tool in soap operas can actually be really helpful because you get written uh, a role that you help to form and you help to mold, and you don't really get to do that in any other uh, art form. So, I, I mean, I, I would say I noticed it. Uh, I was trying to be really vigilant about getting through it, um, but I definitely, uh, you know, when, when Lorraine was hired as the, the uh, main writer, we were all really excited because all I heard from everybody was, oh, she's fabulous, or she'll, she'll turn the ship around. And I think, uh, you know, I think that was a lot of a disappointment when I found out the show was canceled, just that I really would have liked to say her words. Uh, and and go where her story was taking us because it seems like she has a really good finger on the pulse. Uh, she really does. Uh, from yeah. a, a viewer's standpoint and from someone who's who's been a fan and, and all that other stuff, she really does have uh, a, a unique way of reminding viewers what All My Children is all about. Yeah. And uh, quickly, we have uh, another fan who wants to, I'm assuming, tell us what All My Children means to him uh, by the name of Brian from Massachusetts. Brian, welcome to Soap Central Live with me and Christina. Hi, Dan. Hi, Christina. Hi. Um, I am calling. Uh, yes, I'm calling about All My Children, but I'm also calling, of course, about uh, One Life to Live. Of course. And, Dan, you can put my name down on your list, Thank of you. course, for both shows. And I have also already contacted my local ABC affiliate, WCVB. And unless there's a turnaround of some sort, I'm done with ABC. Daytime, nighttime, it won't play. That being said, uh, Christina, certainly it's, for us, it's not in the same position because after all, this is your job. But in reading the remarks from Mr. Franz and I feel like us, the fans, have been fired. Hmm. I really do. Don't tell me what I want to watch. You know, if you're going to do this, you know, I always say if someone's going to slap me in the face, do it honestly and do it straightforwardly. Mm -hmm. Say to me, we no longer want this kind of audience. This is not what we want. 
Right. And move on to something else. Okay, you don't want me. I don't want you. We're done. We go our separate ways. (laughs) We do what we need to do. Right. Sit there and tell me that after years of watching all my children, after years of watching One Life to Live, that this, this is what you want, that me, the viewer, wants, I think is outrageous. And furthermore, we were let, this was, this was talked about weeks ago, and we were really hung out to dry. This could have come out weeks ago. They didn't have to let the rumors go on, and the Lorraine Broderick is coming in, and Roger Howarth is coming back to One Life to Live. They didn't have to do that. This really was very disrespectful. And I think if he's really so heartbroken about this and is really interested in the industry and has the connections to the industry that Mr. Franz claims to have, why not cut these shows down to a half hour each and do All My Children at 2, One Life at 2.30, or vice versa, and have your cooking show or whatever else that you want to have on the other hour. I mean, I realize that costs are up. I realize that producing these shows, but I, I really think that right now, when this is all said and done, yes, it'll look good on their spreadsheet. They'll tell you, oh, this is great. We made the right moves. We're making money now. People are watching it. But call me up five years down the road and tell me where your viewers are going to be. Right. Yeah. They are not going to hang around and Brian? be dedicated to a cooking show or some sort of lifestyle show the way people have hung around for these shows for almost 50 years. Hey, Brian. Right. Uh, so we I'm done. That's my spiel. That's okay. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, can, that's okay. you can move on, but you can take it for what it's worth. And I'll tell you, Dan, I, I really hope that a little more stuff hits the fan on these two than it did with As the World Turns and guiding light. And I really hope the fans really get together and get down to New York and get out to L.A. and do what we can, especially with our affiliates, because the affiliates can really get nervous. I call them and call them and call them. Anyway, Christina, I am am awful sorry, and I really, I hope somehow this turns around or a network or a cable picks them up and extend all my heartfelt thank yous and sorrows to everyone and all my children, Susan and Erica Slazak and anyone you can talk to and tell them that they are loved and there is an audience for them. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Good night. Thanks. Good night. I know, and everyone has to remember that all my children will still be on the air until September, and... Christina, we want to see you there through the end, mm-hmm. so I don't expect you to comment on everything. Uh, but I do have a question in terms of reaction. Uh, you've yeah. seen the fan reaction, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, you'd have to be in a bubble to not. Uh, are you surprised by the reaction that the fans have had? It's been extremely vocal. No, I, I'm not surprised because I, I understand uh, as as an artist and someone who loves, uh, you know, television and movies and, and feels very personally connected to my fans. I mean, I, I feel I'm, you know, coming into the living room, uh, five days a week and, and I'm, you know, a lot of what I'm doing is for them. So I, I, I'm not surprised by the outrage at all because it does feel like it happened. It didn't need to happen this way. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not in charge. I don't know how else we could have, 
worked it out. But it does seem like you bring up the half-hour scenario. Um, a lot of people on set have been thinking of lots of other ideas. Uh, it's just a shame, I think, that that it was sort of they wanted to it seems like they wanted to wipe the slate clean a little bit. And, and that, you know, it, it bothers me. Um, I went to a, the signing in, um, in California of, of Susan's book um, a couple of days ago, and a wonderful woman, uh, she had her daughter there, and she said, I was watching when my daughter was in my stomach, and now she's out, and she's a grown woman, and we've been watching it together, and you can't um, replace that. There's nothing like that in in television right now, and I, you know, that's very important to me. My family is very important, and I think this show is uh, all about family, as is one life to live. Um, and I feel like there's there's uh, there's going to be a big hole, a big absence out there in, in the entertainment world for that. And I, you know, I, I scrolled around on a, a message board, uh, you know, I guess yesterday, and uh, and you know, forgive me if I'm poaching someone's words here, but I remember being struck by someone saying, um, you know, what happened to fantasy? What is wrong with fantasy? Why do we need two new shows about reality? It does seem, um, it does seem like, you know, I'm I'm not surprised that people are outraged that they're being told what they should be interested in. And uh, especially because those shows have validity in lots of areas, but they're not uh, supporting artists. They're not supporting the craft of acting or storytelling, as Brian mentioned, that storytelling is important and Allison, and, um, you know, that's something that I think we're going to all feel a, a hole in our lives with that missing, and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm with you all on that. If your game, I know that you have been gracious enough to stay here longer than I had uh, said I would keep you. Do you have time for one more quick phone call from a fan? Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Uh, I'll let you pick. Would you like to go to, oh, well, they're both from the same state. We'll just go to the first one. We'll go to <laughs> Maria from Connecticut. Maria, you're on Soap Central Live with Christina and her sidekick, Dan. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Hi, Maria. How are you? Hi. Actually, this is Theodora, Maria's mom. Maria couldn't stay on the phone, but we both have the same to say, so I hope you don't mind. I have two uh, generations. Let's get it. Well, you know, I, I, uh, when she first told me to, that she was going to make the phone call, I didn't realize it was on a radio station. I thought mm-hmm. we would call and voice our support for all my children. But it's nice to, to be able to hear what everybody has to say. Um, we're, we're just so sad about this. I mean, we've, I've been watching it. I'm going to be 50 years old this year, and I've been watching it since I was 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, you know, things have changed along the way, but... We just enjoyed all my children in one life to live, and we're just so sad. I mean, how much reality could we have? I you know, know. We've, got, we've got the cooking station uh, channel. We've got, you know, all types of, of talk shows. This was like a, a way to, you know, to escape for a couple hours. Yeah. Sit down, have a cup of coffee. Maria would, would tape it and yeah. on the treadmill every night watch, <laughs> you know, all my children. Mm-hmm. I, I, we're just so sad. And I was just wondering, is there any chance another station might pick you guys up? Uh, well, I mean, I can't, I'm, you know, kind of blind here. We found out about the cancellation when you guys did. <laughs> so they actually told wow. us they, they pushed it, you know, a proverbial button right after they made the announcement to us that, that sent out the press releases. So, um, so I'm sort of still in the same place you guys are, shocked as well. Um, oh, it's so you know, sad. Yeah. It's really, really, that's the only way, I think the most, 
you know, a proper word, sad, just sad, sad. very sad yeah. that it's come to an end like this. And I wish you well, and I'm going to pray that, you know, maybe we'll hear that, that another station has picked you guys up. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. I, I don't know anything about it, but I, I would push that. I think that's we, a great we idea. Would and I'll get on the phone again, and if I have to, not knowing where I'm calling, and, and voice yeah. my, my support. Well, well I'm I about really to... appreciate that. Everyone on the show really appreciates that. Thank well, you. thank you, and good luck to you. Thank you. All right, take care. Bye. Thank you. Uh, since she mentioned the phone number, I am going to give you guys the phone number that I have been promising. This is not a toll-free number, but... If All My Children and One Life to Live mean something special to you, I know that you won't mind paying a toll. The number is 818-460-7477. It's 818-460-7477. That is the viewer hotline for ABC. Remember to give them a call. Let them know how much All My Children, One Life to Live, and even General Hospital mean to you. Be respectful, be courteous, and let them know, more importantly than anything else, that you don't want any of these shows disappearing from the airwaves. Christina, uh, I want to thank you. You had sent uh, an email to me, and it certainly it meant a great deal to me. But for uh, everybody else out there, I think I speak, All My Children has been like a family. It's been one of those things where... We've had its moments where we've been angry and maybe haven't spoken to it. It's had its moments when it's helped us through something dark. Yeah. Uh, for six, for sixteen, more than sixteen years, but for the sixteen years that I've been doing this website, I've been blessed to get to know you and your castmates and the crew, mm -hmm. and, and certainly for all the soaps. And it's meant so much to me, and it's meant so much to everyone else. So. Please Aww. pass along my best and everyone else's best Absolutely. to let them know that we won't forget them and we're not going to let you guys disappear without a hell of a fight. Oh, well, thank you very much. That means so much to me, and I will pass that on to as many people as I can. And I would say, you know, it's, it's hard to ignore three, three million people. So <laughs> if you do have a chance to call, I don't know what would happen, but... Uh, we really appreciate all of your support, and the fans are the reason we do it. So, thank you. Everybody, that, of course, we're talking to Christina Bennett-Lind, or Chrissy, as Ellen and Portia are calling her. Uh, I want to <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you for coming on to today's show. Again, it's meant so much, and everyone wishes you and everyone else the best. Oh, thank you so much. It was really a, a true pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. All right, everybody. I'm going to take one more quick phone call so that we don't let anybody hanging. We're going to go and stay in Connecticut and have Teddy on the line. Teddy, welcome to Soap Central Live with me, Dan Kroll. Thank you. How I are you? I feel that this is um, a very big disappointment to the fans and very disrespectful to Agnes Nixon. Are you yeah. there, Dan? I'm here. I'm listening to you. I'm just. I'm having a. I guess a this moment is, of silence. This, this is absolutely dis dis disappointing the fans dis and disrespecting Agnes. Now, Brian Franz, the president of a as the president of ABC Daytime, he is supposed to look out for the soaps, and he and I was I was on Soap Central today, and there was an article that, where he says that people want to see more reality. And not not soaps. Do People you have enough reality in their own lives? 
Yes. If you know, if he if he wants to, if he wants to, if he, if, if he wants more reality, start a own network, ABC Reality. Mm-hmm. And and then there's the other thing. What are pe- what are at, what are people like Susan Lucci, Walt Willie, Michael E. Knight, um, Erica Slezak, Bob Woods, um, Hillary B. Smith, all those going to do because they are well known for their parts. They're not going to be able to get any more acting jobs. You know. I I do. I I'm not entirely sure what they're going to do, but here's my advice to you, Teddy, and to everyone else out there who's listening. Again, call your local ABC affiliate. Call 818-460-7477. Oh. Hold on, let me get a pen for that. Uh, I don't, don't really have I'm going to put you on hold and let you go. And um, I will give okay, I got you. one right here. Hold on. <laughs> All right. It's 818- Okay. Um, 818- 460 460 7477 7477 Now I also wanted to men, um, mention to you, Dan I have started two petitions on the Care2 website on the Care2 the petition site Yes um, one, uh, the, 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 um, the, the links are uh, if, you, if, you'd like, if you would like them I could give them to you I'm, I'm actually very familiar with them and I have them here I just haven't been able I have, to post them to Facebook um, the, the petition, uh, the save one, save one life to live, which already has three hundred and ninety six, uh, and save all my children. Okay. And uh, these were just started yesterday. Well, Teddy, uh, we're almost out of time here, and I want to make sure I give some more numbers to everybody. So I want to thank you for calling. I just wanted to put out those quick points, but I feel, I feel, I, I really feel bad for the actors, actors, and special and. Especially Agnes Nixon. She put her heart and soul into these shows. She certainly did. Thank you, Teddy. Thank you so much for calling. Everybody out there, again, to all the fans of All My Children and One Life to Live, call your ABC affiliates and let them know that you want the shows to stay on the air. Also convey that if it's true, you'll be less likely to watch their local newscasts because you won't already be on the station. And for everyone else out there listening, this is not just for AMC and One Life to Live fans. Remember... Don't wish anyone else's soap to go away. We want all of the soaps to stay on the air. They're an art form. The soap opera genre is important to millions of viewers around the globe. Support your soaps. Watch them every day. Support the advertisers that advertise during your soaps. And in the meantime, everybody, SoapCentral.com isn't going anywhere, and neither am I. We're going to hold our heads high. We're going to go out fighting. Because contrary to what you may have heard from network executives, soap opera fans are the best. And they deserve the best. So join me again next week as we celebrate all things soap. And we celebrate you, the soap fans, on another edition of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.